it's all good. <laughs> Rob's doing what he can to cope. Has a, has his beer next to him. Mm-hmm. Rob, what you sipping? What you what what are you sipping? Tell us. I can't even pronounce it, man. Seriously. Oh, that, that means it's good. <laughs> it's always, it's like, it, I think it's Pilsner Urquil. It's from the Czech Republic, so those guys love beer, so it must be good. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> Cheers, Czech, buddy. Czech Republic. People from, from Czech, the Czech Republic, they consume the most beer per capita, if, uh, yeah. well, if, if I'm not mistaken. So... I can believe. I have that. a feeling. I have a feeling. UF fans were were dr- were drowning their sorrows in 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 whatever choice of alcohol they could find because not fun times in Juve land nowadays. This is this is not this is not the squad. This is not the result that that Juve fans back from the '90s are used to, and and even the newer fans, you know, you know, are run of fantastic results. Maybe not in the Champions League, but at least we. Uh, <laughs> You know, last four years was was rough. Yeah. It was rough. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. boys and girls, Turin Giants podcast number one eighty eight. Is it number one eighty eight? They can't see you. They can't see the fist pumping, Rob. <laughs> Welcome back, buddy. Um, people were super excited to hear you. Are you coming back? Uh, hopefully, we can make it a more permanent thing. It's been a while since we recorded, but I think it would be a cop out. If we didn't record after a disastrous result, and that's the only that's the only word I can come up with, disastrous result. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I overreacting? Because no. <laughs> I'm I'm just so I'm fuming. I'm fuming, and I and I see people. Oh well, we didn't we didn't play that bad. Um, we played bad. Come on, I don't know what people are thinking to say that we're not playing that we didn't play bad. I mean, you can sugarcoat it to an extent. Like, okay, maybe. First half we played well, but who gives a shit about mm-hmm. the first half if you don't win the game? You know, yeah. it's like you said, it's four years. Is this year? It's Ajax. It's Leon. It's freaking Porto. I mean, what <laughs> what is going on? Seriously, yeah, I, uh, yeah. To say that we got lucky with the draw is is an understatement because you can see mm-hmm. you can see the other teams that are that are qualified, and this is this isn't. This is in the UF, we know. Uh, before we get into it, obviously, we have a therapeutic, and I'm really sick of doing these therapeutic episodes, my man. I want to do a drunk, happy episode, and the, 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 plan, the plan of us drinking in a fountain in a, in a, in a European city, it's postponed once again, I, I'm afraid to say. But one day, brother, one day we will share beer in a fountain somewhere Amen. in Europe. Uh, like I said, Turin Giants podcast number 188. The therapy session. Mm. Uh, I'm afraid you'll be providing the therapy because I am pissed. I am. I am fuming. Um, follow us on Twitter at Juve Podcast at Turin Giants for the merchandise. TurinGiants.com. We got a lot of fun products for you to check out: stickers, hoodies, shirts, and so on and so forth. This is part number one of the podcast, Rav. And then Mina Rizuki will be joining us a little later. Rob will have to bow out. We'll we'll do a separate one with her. Um, yeah, thank, thanks thanks to her for agreeing to come on. I just feel like we should we should hear a couple of couple of different opinions because I feel like she she's got she's got a different opinion about the whole thing. But we'll hear from her later. Um, the response to my tweet announcing this podcast episode was was tremendous. Thank you guys for. Uh, Sending your questions, we'll try to go. We'll try to go through 
as many as we could as many as we can yeah but there are there's a lot of stuff to talk about and me and rob agreed to don't go over but two minutes <laughs> per question what do you say uh, a lot of them good. are a lot of them are repeating and um it's just it's just way too too many problems at uva right now Three zero. Three zero is unacceptable. Um, I, 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 let me just, let me just say this. I, like many people say, I wasn't expecting to win this champions league. You know, the treble talk in the beginning, when we, when we hired Allegri, me and me and Giovanni was joke, were joking about <laughs> the treble. That was obviously jokes. Nobody expected that, but this, this is, this is unexpected and, and just shambolic as well. What do you say we take a first question from Mustafa Tamer, our, our, our old friend? He, um, yeah. He's asking a question, where do we go from here? Sacking Allegri, <laughs> are you for it or against it? Is it time for Allegri to step down, uh, Agnelli to step down as CEO? And which direction does the club need to take? Pick the one you prefer. Which one? Well, no. thank you for giving us a choice, by the way. Um, <laughs> my name is Farhad, by the way. I'm the host that loves you most. I still love you. I'm just, I'm just a little, I'm an angry host today. I, I have anger in my heart. <laughs> usually, usually on day two, you kind of, you, 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 you kind of process it a little bit and you, and you, and you start calming down, but I woke up even angrier than I was yesterday. Um, Agnelli to step down. That's just, that just won't happen. I'm afraid. And I've seen that kind of circulating on Twitter. The, the team has such a history with the family, with any other family. I don't think that's even an option. Sacking Allegri, that won't happen either. The rebuild is, is full on, I understand. And like I said, we weren't expecting to win the Champions League with the squad, but we also weren't expecting to lose 3-0 at home where all we needed is a goal. Am I, am I wrong? Rav? No, definitely not. Literally, that, yeah, it, it was so, so disappointing. And like you said, anger is like the, still the overall emotion. I still feel pissed off. I don't feel particularly calm or any kind of better about it today. I still feel like, it, how, do you, how do you do that? How do you go into a game like that and be so ill-prepared when you know what that kind of team are going to bring. You know exactly what it is that they're going to throw you away. And I can't believe that we were so ill-prepared for that and not, not sort of ready. But going back to the question, um, Agnelli, no, I don't think he should go yet. I know he's made some mistakes and he's made some missteps, what have you, but I, I don't think it's it's time for him, for him to go because he loves the club more than anything else. Allegri, we could sit and talk for about half an hour on this because I'm still, I'm still in two minds about this there was a time when i was so completely convinced that he was the right man for the job but now uh, when you play that kind of football and when you come out of it and allegri's talking about how there's 10 teams that are better than you in europe you think what what the fuck you know if there's 10 teams better than us in europe why are you not trying to make us better why are you not trying to improve us and as much as I want to lay the blame on certain players like Arturo and Rabio and sort of various others. So much of the blame lies with Allegri last night. I just, I can't believe that he was not mm -hmm. better prepared. I can't believe that he didn't make substitutions. I can't believe he didn't try a different approach. It was just so disappointing. Um, 
I don't think we're going to sack him. I think we'll stick with him for the time being. But just very briefly, there are four teams, I think, in Europe right now that are really up there. It's Chelsea, Manchester City, Liverpool, and Bayern Munich. They stand mm-hmm. a cut above everyone else. And they're all playing a very similar type of football. And we are getting left behind. And I don't know if it's realistic to say that we, we can suddenly change our, our way of you know, playing just because that's the way things are going. It's like a trend or whatever, but seriously, man. I, I, again, people were saying, oh, well, you know, we would have got knocked out eventually anyway. Yeah, sure. But I want to dream a little bit longer. I want to <laughs> I want to keep mm-hmm. the run going. I want to feel, you know. So, Absolutely. yeah. I, yeah. What happened to hard. the DNA? Uh, um, one of the questions that I'm looking at right now is what happened to the Juventus DNA? I don't see it. That's a really good question. Um, yeah. I just want to give give credit to Amit. Yes. Uh, yeah. One of our favorite listeners. Have we lost our Final Fina DNA? <laughs> it's still there, but yeah, we, we're, we're looking for it. When I, you know, when 35th minute rolled around and I see there's clearly no plan. There's, it's just passing back and forth to see how we can break down their defense by mistake. They're, we're we're yeah. looking for, we're looking for them to make a mistake instead of taking on a player, yeah. uh, a, a, a single through pass. Give me a through pass. I saw, and, and you mentioned that as well on your, on your Twitter. Oops. That <laughs> Arthur, what, what, what's, what's Arthur doing? He gave one through pass. And that was, I remember, right, like, uh, I remember either a defender got it super easy yeah. or, or the keeper, or maybe, maybe the defender just passed it to the keeper. I don't remember, but there was no UV player in the vicinity anywhere but instead you know you know w- when you picture arthur what do you see uh like a cat chasing its own tail and then he just ends up giving Actually. a lateral pass or a pass backwards yeah. there was just juventus these these teams come to juventus stadium Allianz stadium whether it be a Serie a team or or a european team and they're just not afraid anymore there's no there's no right. urgency by like I said, by minute 35, I wanted to tweet. I just didn't want to be negative because maybe I'd be wrong, but should I, right? By minute 35, there was no plan. I could see there was no plan. There was no urgency. Because if you score in the, in the, in the, within the 15 minutes, your job is so much easier. I don't know what happened to Cuadrado, and I wanted to bring up before uh, I forget. The, the yeah. contract extension, this is... I call it the Kedira effect, where <laughs> you clearly see that this it's it's yeah. time to it's time to say goodbye. Yeah. He's 33 years old. Let me see. I was just checking his age. He's 33 years old. He's going to be 34 in May. So you know what's going to happen. You know he will be unsellable. So just it, cut the ties now. It feels like there is so much. I I I think going back over these 10 years, we have such an attachment to say. And players because it's like we did this together, you know, like the fans, the team, the players, everything, Chiellini, Bonucci, Marchese, all these players, certain players have been there for a long period of time and we feel that kind of emotional attachment. I feel like maybe the club sometimes kind of does these deals maybe partly out of sentiment because they've been good servants and maybe partly because they think they can still do a job. Guadalajara, I think at that kind of age, He's a bench player now. I know he still has moments of, of brilliance here and, here and there, but he's a bench player. Every team 
that is playing at the top level in Europe now has these elite fullbacks, like incredible mm-hmm. fullbacks, because so I'm much glad of the you players are Yeah, it, it's so reliant on having a brilliant left back and a brilliant right back. Whether you're playing, you know, like three five two and you're using wing backs, or whether it's like a, a flat back four, you need those kind of dynamic players that have lots of energy that can attack, that can defend, that can fire in crosses. We got Alexandro who. Is, hasn't do, do been not say that player. name on my podcast. Do not. <laughs> he hasn't been the same player for four years, five years. Cuadrado four years, is not easily. Up to it. Yeah. Um, Danilo is not up to it at right back. Pellegrini is too young. So how in God's name are we expected to, to beat a team like Villarreal? The tactic last night, I swear, at the start they were trying you know, to get the ball to Vlajevic, Morata, and they had some good moments when they when. Villarreal were, were trying to sort of impose themselves on us and they were playing out and they were a bit more open and we could just about break through the lines and here and there we created some chances out of nothing. It's sort of half chances if one of those goes mm-hmm. in, you know, whatever. But second half, you could see clear as day, 4-4-2. Four, four, they had a line and another line and we could mm-hmm. not break it. And it was mm-hmm. the same tactic. Use Arthur Rabia to try and get through. Oh, no, we can't. Okay, play the ball wide to De Chilio. Play the ball wide to. It wasn't bad, uh, by the way. Yeah, he wasn't. But still, like, okay, he he was the better of the two in terms of getting crosses into the box. But I think it was you that said that that Rabio kept getting the ball, and Dushilio was running past, and he just wasn't releasing it. Acres of space in the ball. Acres of space. Yeah. But Rabio, what does he do? He he. Oh. He gets stuck in front of in front of that position. Passes the ball back. Sorry to interrupt you. I wanted to bring up. No, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, I mean the the this lack of intensity. You you can just see because like the players say, "Oh, we'll learn from this." Do goddamn it! Stop telling me you're going to learn from this because you should have learned later. First, second yeah. year, you should have learned that we need intensity. It's unfair to the people at the stadium. It's unfair to millions of people watching, and Absolutely. you allow this fourth year. Fourth year is too late to learn. Four year is when here in America, at least, that's when people graduate high school. They've learned a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like Uh, what do what do what else are you going to learn? Where the 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 passes back and forth. It's like it was like six hundred, like five hundred something passes throughout the game. It was insane. One of them should have caught Vlaovic. One of them. One of them should. And people say, you know, we did well for forty five minutes. No, we didn't. I don't think first 45 minutes was all that, you know, we, uh, like you half said, chances. a couple, couple of half, half chances, chances from, from Vlaovic, who, you know, with a header and, you know, everyone is praising the keeper. I don't think keeper was that good. I don't think we no. gave him enough to prove no himself. Way. It wasn't like it was sort of, you know, like these incredible efforts that where he was making these kind of Hollywood saves or whatever. There were routine mm-hmm. saves, like a couple of times we hit the ball right at him and he was, you know, like it hit him in the face and he made a quick mm-hmm. save, a reaction save, whatever. But seriously, going back to what Amit said, that DNA, that whole, if you know what I mean, you know, certain players understand the mentality of this club. You know, like like you said, right when we started, we were talking about the UV of the 90s. Every fucking player understood what it meant to play at Juventus. They understood it's not good enough to be second. It's not good enough to come out at the end of the game three nil down at home and sort of make excuses they will learn. Bullshit. The players who understand what it is are the players that are too old to play. Bonucci, Chiellini. I think Delict maybe he, he gets it better than anyone, but he can't do it himself. Rabio, Artur, like so many of these players, they, they just 
they're nothing. They're, when you have a game like that and you're reliant so heavily on the midfield, Locatelli, I know he's young, he understands Juve, but he was anonymous. I think he just had a really poor game. The other two midfielders were dreadful. And it was literally like we were playing with two men down. You know, like we're literally playing with nine men because those guys did nothing whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And like you say, Dicilio maybe emerged with a little bit of credit, but Danilo, useless, absolutely rubbish. You can literally count on two fingers the players that actually turned up last night and actually wanted to, to you know, try and, and, and achieve something. As soon as that penalty goes in, Rodogani, his head drops and you think, that's it with that guy. His his whole, all that building up of his confidence, like the months that it's taken to get him to this point where he's actually playing well and consistently, it's going to go down the shitter. He's he's just, yeah. you know, oh. yeah. See, I'm getting all angry again about this. <laughs> let, let me let me mention the the injuries because we we do have to be somewhat partial. Injuries have hit us hard. Weston McKinney out for the season. Kyle George within. <laughs> Since February 23rd and 24th, respectively. I mean, two days in a row, we lost two players to injuries, to season-ending injuries. Zakaria, Bonucci, Alexandro, uh, Chiesa. You know, the three people are out with, three important players are out with season-ending injuries, which is heartbreaking. But if you're Allegri, if you are, you know, this tactician, this this pragmatist, this 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 guy, this god, you know, god of tactics. What are you what, what are you doing? You you set That's up the exactly team. It. You yeah. set up the team and you and you um you adapt. Am I wrong? You bring a no. bring up a couple of people from from the primavera. People who want to prove themselves, who are not afraid. Going back to Quadrado, what happened to him? Do you remember the most assists in Europe that he had, like last year or two years ago? At some point, he had the yeah, most. Yeah. That quadrado is gone. Yeah. So, 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 is it is it his fault or is it Allegri's fault that says, you know what, if you if you meet the player face to face, just pass it back, see what happens, see what we can do. We're, we play this this weird fan formation. Go back I, and I forth. Love- hockey but you know we switch yeah. sides back and forth back and forth and nothing quadrado forgot how to take a player on yes yeah. this you know yeah. this this firepower that we had all of a sudden is just member of this uh backpass crew come on you know what since the first podcast that you and i recorded god knows how many years back it's the same problem that we're talking about Every single time we recorded a couple of podcasts when we've lost in, in dramatic fashion and when we've gone out of Europe. And it's like, it's the same thing. We're talking about the same thing, the lack of a quality midfield. And it's a boring, burnt out record. It's the most dull thing to keep discussing every single time. Yeah. Like we have to keep raising it. Midfield just isn't quality. Oh, we, we miss Pogba and Vidal and Pillar. But like, people must be sick and tired of having this conversation. What is it going to take for the club? to look and say, okay, it, it's not enough to keep looking at free transfers. It's not enough to keep getting players in. Well, granted, the new management signs. is sort of working on that. We have yeah. we have seen improvements. Uh, just a few days ago, there was a news report that came out there looking at a midfielder. Um, this is their clear goals. This was awesome to see. And I know, Pogba. again, okay, uh, Pogba, okay. Seriously, I can see that happening. So you, you, you carry on. 
I hope so. I hope so. Maybe he'll bring back that that you know that passion from the fans. Maybe he'll bring back passion from the team as well. He is he is an enigmatic person. He's sort of like that guy you want on your team. Let's go back to the questions, my man. Uh, yeah. Ramon Varela. He posts A, B, C, and D question. Let's just burn through him with one one answer or one uh, couple word answers. Uh, what was the biggest cause of the defeat in your opinion? Team not good enough? Yes. Players exhausted physically and or mentally? From what? What are they exhausted from? Everybody plays. If, you, if you're trying to play in the Champions League, if you want to compete on three fronts, which we are, yeah. you know, again, granted the injuries didn't help, but those players need to step up. I don't need your Instagram message after the game. I'd rather, from, I'd yeah. rather not hear from anyone after Yeah. Um, roster decimated by injuries. Yes. Yeah. But but teams adapt, especially in this COVID, you know, and shout outs to Locatelli. He caught COVID yesterday. And by the way, yeah. we need to, I hope something needs to be done about the, the COVID protocols as well. Um, I hope he's not gone for a while. Yeah. Um, and finally, D, Allegra's tactics outdated. What, what do you That's, think about Alexis, uh, Allegri's tactics? I got to say, with that was a brilliant question from Ramon, but I think it's a combination of all of those things, but not to cop out and like give a cheap answer like that. It's Allegri. And, I, and I'm his biggest fan. I was so happy when he came back and I was disappointed when he left. But last night, that was on him. You can't, mm -hmm. you can't say that it's all entirely on the players when it's the biggest night of your season because we're not going to win City. I don't, I don't think we're going to win City. Huh? It's the biggest night of the season and he doesn't make a substitution until the 80th minute. He doesn't risk anything. So if you're not prepared Go for to, it. It, it just, it, I can't understand how, how you can wait until so late in the game to try and change it. And I don't understand how you can't, if you've got all those players out, Play a youngster. Do it. I've seen mm -hmm. it happen at other clubs. They play these young players. They come through. They have that big, spectacular night. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're the next big thing. And we just don't do that. I know it's a really important game and you can't take risks and blah, blah. If you go a goal down or if you're at this 70 minute, you know, the, I can't even remember what minute it was they scored. But if you get to that point and they score, then throw caution to the wind. You literally have nothing to lose whatsoever. Just go out playing with some integrity, with some character, maybe you might get a goal back and you change things. As soon as they scored, I hate to say it, but it didn't feel to me like there was any part of that team that looked motivated to score, except maybe Vlajevic, who was trying to do it all himself. Everyone else, the body language changed. And yeah, it, it, I, I want to say that, yes, it was the players and it was a combination of everything. But honestly, I got I to gotta put the, the blame on Allegri. I really do. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's going to leave or anything, but that that's on the boss. It's definitely on the boss. If, if, I I'm I'm lost. I'm lost because you you had everything you 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 had everything to go to go for it. And the substitutions, can we talk about the substitutions or the lack of substitutions? What the f 80th 80th minute. Yeah. What what are you what do you think a player I don't care how good he is what do you think he can do in 10 minutes ten If minutes. anyone's ever ten played play, played football <laughs> even even if you have 10 minutes in a in a Sunday league there's very little you can do 
Yeah. We're talking about Champions League here. And Keane, Bernadeschi, this, this is, I mean, if you, you put Dybala in, minute 65, he has time to loosen up. Uh, I mean, he was warming up yeah. for like 20 minutes. How much, yeah. how much warm-up do you need? Those 80th minute just... substitutions are piss poor. Uh, unacceptable. So I'm looking here now. Shout outs to at Juve in numbers. Please follow him on Twitter and Instagram. Um, 604 passes for Juve against 442 Mama. against Via Pass accuracy, 90%, 85% Villarreal. Um, yeah, 3-0. It, it's that, fine, you lose 1-0 on a penalty. We blame Rugani. Everyone is happy again. But 3-0, you fall that's apart? Ex that's exactly it. You know what? We, I, I was looking at when PSG collapsed the other week, and I was laughing at it so hard because I thought, mm -hmm. that's something that Juve could never do. Our defenders, it doesn't matter whether it's the first or the second choice, they, they are experienced enough to know that you can't get pulled apart that easily. Those guys were embarrassing, even Delict. And I love that kid, but my God, he had a dreadful night. Rugani, oh, it, yeah. I don't even know where to start with him. Danilo, my God, they were so bad. And they just, where's your experience? Where's your integrity? De Ligt, I know he's young, but he was captain at one point, you know, and he's been around Chiellini and Bonucci long enough. Maybe he gets a slight pass, but man. The, the, the intensity. I, I always believe that intensity, mm. half of it comes from the coach. The, the, the you know, the pushing of the players. Yeah. And just will to dominate that's that's coming from the bench yeah what happened to mad max you know what i mean you go down one zero it's a penalty that's fine like i said it's rugani we expect him to to screw up you stick your leg out come on yeah um but then but then you can still score what what was the minute what when when was the goal conceded can you can you remind me it's like I, minute you know 80 or I, I can so, look it up. Anyways, between <laughs> 75th and, and 80th minute. Yeah. You can like still that. score. You can you can throw caution to the wind and just go for it. You got Vlaovic over there who's pushing pushing minutes. defenders around. 78. 78 and then 85 and then 92. And then the it's a complete collapse. You embarrass yourself and those fans are celebrating and Villarreal is 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 the players are are throwing up gang signs and, 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 and enjoying themselves. <laughs> uh, and they deserve their own it. house. They actually like the, the, absolutely. The, the, absolutely. It. Because, because like I said, first 20 minutes, they expected uh, a wave of attacks, didn't they? But then when, when Villarreal sees, oh man, this is, this is what they're going to do. That's sit back. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, and they're, and they're laughing at us like, oh, Okay. Let's go for it. And their shots and their attacks, they just got unlucky. They could have they could have scored easily in the first half. Yeah. They had a couple of uh, you know outside the box uh shots. They they had a couple of good crosses. It just everything about that result, everything about the performance, the body language, the players, the mentality, all this, like you said, these bullshit posts, like they're already prepared and ready. Mm -hmm to apologize and keep apologizing every fucking year that we have to go through this stuff. And yeah. you just, yeah. you Rob, I'm, 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 I'm reading the replies and Robbie says empty words, want to see more action than talking. 
Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just trying to go through it because people, people replied to our, to our Twitter posts and made some really good points. Lame excuses. Um, oh, let's read. Let's read the Gazeta uh, ratings here. Allegri, yeah. he's given a five. Vlaovic, he was given a seven, which I think it was a little much for him. And that's Patrick, he, he pointed that out. Yeah, that's way too high. 4.5. The lowest was for Rugani. Yeah. Arthur, five. Rabiot, 4.5. Those guys should uh, deserve lower. Seriously. <laughs> Chesney, six. Danilo, five. Delict, five. Deshilio, six. I think Deshilio was the best player on the pitch, to be honest with you. At least he pushed for it. He went for it against the. Yeah. He, that's the last player you'd expect to go for a individual battle, but he did. Quadrado five, Locatelli five point five, Morata five point. Morata should be doing better than that. Um, DiBala, Na, Keen, Na. I have uh, to say, you, 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 mm-hmm, sorry, go ahead. Was, no, when you said the names out, I was, I was thinking about another question when someone asked about you know who should stay and who should leave. But so many of those names, when you call them out, I think. They're just not good enough. They're good enough to be bench players. They're good enough maybe to be backups in Serie A if you know, we're playing some lower team and you, you're resting the, the A team for a Champions League match. So many of those players, they are not. They are just not up to it. In, in the Champions League, in the big moments when you have 90 minutes to reply and respond and you're, you know, everything's level and you need someone to go out there and make an impact, Bernadeschi. He's not up to it. Morata, I know he, mm-hmm. he maybe did it in the past. Guy doesn't have any confidence. Quadrado, he's he's getting old. Sandro, oh, just so many. And Rabio, Artur, how many of these players can be relied on to step up when they haven't done it all season long in Italy or in any other games? All of a sudden, you're expecting some kind of miracle in the game of your lives or the game of the season. And if they're not up to it now, they're not going to be up to it next season. It's just It's just not good enough really isn't good enough um let's see they also have a it's hard to be objective it's so yeah it's hard to be objective when you're so invested emotionally in this you know yeah of course it's only a sport and all that kind of stuff but at the same time it becomes such a big part of your life and you the european knights we all love those kinds of things and you want to be able to sit back and look at it and kind of sort of analyze it, whatever. But when you when you give so much to this team week in, week out, you're watching them and you're buying the merchandise and you're writing about them and tweeting about them and you've been doing it for an eternity and they give a performance like that, you have every single right to be pissed off. There's no point in being objective and sort of saying, oh, well, I think the first 45 was good. And this was but bullshit. Mm-hmm. It was rubbish. Yeah. It was dreadful. First, and exactly. call them out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you can you can't say this was a this was a good first seventy five minutes. Hey, but it's football. football. No. I, I don't get that. I, I do not understand that that excuse either. Yeah, it's football. You prepare for a battle for ninety minutes if if that's what you need. Mm. Man, terrible, terrible. Uh, let's uh, let's give a shout out to Daniel Jafari. Our, our staunch supporter, the doctor. How many more def- how many more defeats to jump off Allegri train? That's the first question. <laughs> it's not even the defeats; it's the way we play. 
It's Look, so bad. Watching the games is just so, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm half the time I'm scrolling Twitter. <laughs> it's so boring and, and unenthusiastic. It's, it's not engaging at all. You know, football should be a game where for 90 minutes, you're into it. I just can't see it anymore. And the second question, he's is more, more of a statement. Um, why don't we focus more on our ladies facing five-time European champions, Lyon, in a week? They have made it to the last eight and could have a shot against them. Mighty Lyon. Certainly better than watching the eyesore that is Allegri Ball. Shout-outs to the ladies. Happy International, Happy International Women's Month. They Cheers. are the pride of Juve right now. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess to celebrate that, we're having uh, one of our... We're having the first lady of the Turin Giants podcast, Mina Ansoon, and she she's always fun. We we always have, you know, we always appreciate her jumping on a podcast. But yeah, I agree, hundred percent. They are they are doing so much better than the men nowadays. Ah, uh, yeah, it's super frustrating. I yeah, I don't know what to say. And the away goals rule, we were happy about that, and that could have saved us. That literally could have helped us. But yeah. again, nothing. It just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Something uh, has to give. I, I just, I wish I knew what it was. It feels like, you know, like as a fan, as a supporter, you, you kind of, you sort of lash out and then you're looking for answers. And I know maybe a lot of people asking these questions are asking them because they're thinking, okay, well, what do you think the answer is? And it doesn't feel like there's any sort of clear answer to, to what you do next. They're not going to lose Allegri, they're not going to get rid of him. So, what do you well, do? You either. Of, yep. Sorry, go ahead. I interrupted again. I apologize. No, for no, that one fine. guy who hates it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say was if he's not going to go, then back him. That's it. Just figure out what it is that he needs to make it work. And if after a year he doesn't make it work, and we aren't able to, at the very least, win Serie A and make it a really deep run, and maybe make it to the final of Champions League, then then it's on him because you've given him everything that he needs, but I, I can't see him like relieving. And I, I just think. Absolutely. I don't know. No, he won't leave this year. Let's, you know, top four, hopefully secured unless something really goes wrong. But speaking of crossed. people who came back to Twitter, uh, Tarek at ADP one, 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 three, you know, one of the, Legend. one of the best accounts. Yes. Legendary. Let's just read his, his thread. Give, we're 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 mumbling by now so let's see let's see what he says the day after it's always the worst nonetheless here are my two cents we took a big l last night a tough defeat to swallow given the circumstances and expectations the fan rage is well justified nobody's excused management staff or players shambolic result however we must be realistic and not pretend like we were expecting to win the champions league we weren't but we weren't expecting a 3-0 either right that's 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 exactly. me adding uh, he goes on to say, this team is still a work in progress. Champions League exit was event- inevitable, but the manner in which happened was disgraceful. Exactly. I should have should have kept reading. In fact, the real blow was economic, approximately 20 million euros that we needed. Meanwhile, it's not hell and carnage at Juventus, and no club shouldn't be dissolved. Max shouldn't be fired. Agnelli shouldn't be shot. We are a rebuilding, we are in a rebuilding phase. Uh, and there has to be pro- has been progress. Last three months in Syria, I proved it. Yes, we have been unbeaten since what November last year. 
There's still a lot of work to be done with Delic, Locatelli, Chiesa, Vlaovic. We have the core for the next winning Juve. In Allegri, we have a coach who knows 100% how to create a winning mentality. Wins ugly, yes, but he wins. Mm, does he? We lost <laughs> ugly yesterday. Yeah. Uh, the rest are words of a spoiled fan. The future is bright, but requires patience. And finally, he concludes, last but not least, let's please not double down on our worst moments just to try and prove our petty arguments and narrative right now. It's a tough moment. And during those, we need to stand behind the team because that's when they need us most. Finale, Fila, Forza, Juventus. I agree. I agree. But they need to give us something to stand behind. In Champions League exit, 0-3. Yeah. I don't think that's acceptable. The, the, the biggest issue, I think, is that more and more the game is changing. The focus is on European football. People still watch league football. You know, we, we're sort of hardcore old school fans. And of course we watch City A, but the game is more and more about those big teams from the top of every single league playing one another in that format. So when you get to that, I know it's difficult because you can't, you know, it's all over instead of 180 minutes and you can't plan your whole season around it. But the younger fans that more and more people are looking at Champions League football as, as sort of the, the barometer for your success. And everything that Tarek said, I agree with it entirely. Like we both sat here and we vented. I feel better having done this. Now I can go back and I can go back and support them the weekend. And You know, that that's never going to change, but it can't just be the same thing year in, year out. Like four years now, mm -hmm. we're sitting here, we're talking about the same thing, about going out at the same stage, about making no realistic progress. And it's just disappointing. It is disappointing. It doesn't mean that anyone loves the team any less. You know, we all have a right to vent and we all have a right to, to get angry about it. And I don't think, you know, of course, these kinds of things are going to be remembered, but a week down the line, we're all going to be supporting you again. So, you know, you're going to have to... Uh, well, let's, let's read a, a quote from Raul Albiol. Uh, he's kind of sticking up for Juve too. Uh, he said, I think 3-0 three, three results harsh as Juve had to attack at that point to get back into it and we scored another two goals. It was a very balanced game. They created far more opportunities than we did in the first half, but we waited for the right moment, held out nerve and pounced. So this is basically, a lot of people said, uh, they out Juventus, Juventus, which they Absolutely. were looking, they were looking for a right time to strike, kind of yeah. lulled us into thinking there. But, but, but what, what happened to our counterattacks? What happened to our, okay, fine. You give 20, 30 passes in a row, but then it has to be followed with a pass that, that, you know, snaps and, and, and you yeah. go for it. It just never came. It was either uh, uh, a corner that, that hyped the people up. And again, speaking mm -hmm. of corners, we conceded through the, from the corner again, again yeah. and again, years, yeah. years in a row. Um, I, I wish somebody would, would tell us how many corners we've conceded in the last 10 years, but it's, I guarantee you it's more than any other team. Yeah. He's, he's every every right. two, three games we can see it from the corner. He's absolutely right though. I mean, it was literally like the first half we sat back, we maintained our shape and we let them pressure us. And then we tried to hit them on the break and it didn't work. Uh, second half, they were pretty tired. They did exactly the same thing. They kind of flipped it and they were quite content to sit back, but there was no way we were going to break through them. And then, you know, within 10 minutes, it's just the most dramatic collapse at one. Okay. You can see the penalty mm -hmm. and you still got a chance of getting something back out of that game. But the mentality, of the players, the body language, everything was wrong. 
There's nothing about that performance. There's no positives. There's nothing you can take away from it. And like we keep going back to that point about these social media posts and players saying, we learn from this, we learn from that. What is it going to take for you to learn? <laughs> you know, what is it going to take yeah. for you to learn from these same mistakes? Seriously, the, the, the intensity is just not there. Mm-hmm. The the lulling your opponent into thinking you're going to strike, but then you don't. <sighs> ah, it's like that famous, it's like that famous poster from an anti-Trump rally. Oh, I actually posted it yesterday. Our expectations were low, but holy fuck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like we, we knew we weren't going to. I was totally fine with 1-0 in the first half, and then you sit back and you kind of absorb the pressure. But this, man, you fall apart in the last 15 minutes. And it's, an, it's a Spanish team in the European competition. There is a reason why they have an amazing record. They just know what to do, and you just weren't prepared for it. They, you're, trying, you're trying to win against the team against a spanish team that parked the bus good fucking luck man <laughs> that team in particular i mean spanish make the best buses in the world and you're, you're just not gonna look at look at simeone look at what he did against manchester oh, united man. you know yeah. spanish teams they, they just know what to do any last words rav i mean i know I, we can keep going back and forth and i hope i hope our um listeners feel a little better but we we, sh- we feel your pain we share your pain and when when the referee went to check on that var i was like yep no that's a, that's a penalty that's yeah. it, one of the angles you could see he didn't really blatantly touch him but you can't just stick your foot out like that even if he no didn't way. touch him that's a penalty 100 and it, and he obviously made it worse with the way he went down but Oh yeah, that was that was a dramatic that was a dramatic dive, but can't blame him. We, we maybe again the exit against Bayern, and I stick by it. That was a referee's mistake. There was two penalties that were there. There were two yeah. goals that weren't given to us. Um, but this is all on you and the coach, and the yeah. and the and the players not stepping up yesterday. Absolutely, you, you, you embarrass yourself, and people say. I don't remember when I read that. Maybe the win in the chat. Maybe even was you. Maybe this would make it sweeter when we do win. You know what would have made it sweeter? <laughs> First two losses. But four years in a row exiting like yeah. this. We're, we keep talking about the Champions League final. Come on, man. Time to forget <laughs> about that. That's, that's, that's erased. I tell you, I, this morning I was like, every, every year I go through the same roller coaster and i always say every time i come on this podcast and talk to you i always feel that we can win it until it's impossible and we're out and then i thought this morning now hang on a second man you gotta you gotta lower your expectations you gotta just think a bit more rashly and then after talking to you now i'm like no fuck it next year we're (laughs) we're gonna go in go into that competition and it's gonna be the same thing i will get carried away i will think that we're gonna win it because that's the reason that we watch this competition. That's the reason why we watch football because literally anything at all can happen. So I know people are going to be so dejected and so depressed this morning and people are still going to be feeling it, but it will pass. You know, like I'm already feeling better, not better about it, but you know, moving on. Well, you just we just polished off a to... big old bottle of beer. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <I'm sure you laughs> <do>. But, <laughs> but <laughs> even still, seriously, I, I don't want to end it on a negative note. I don't want people out there feeling you know, depressed with everything else that's going on in the world. So get behind the team, wait until the weekend, we'll play again, we'll consolidate fourth place, we get to the summer, we get rid of all those dreadful players, and then we try again, and then we all feel optimistic. Well, well, speaking of that, I wanted to finish finish our 
part of the podcast with a question from Andar Sofyan. Shout outs to him. He's one of the one of the most active, awesome. one of the best UNT. He he, he retweets brilliant. all the correct stuff. Uh, shout yeah. outs to uh, to our friend Andar. So um, first of all, he says, "Whoa, triple combo." Uh, and emojis with star eyes. He means me, you, and and Minas. Thank you so much for the for the yeah. hyping up. So his question is simply: What Thank does you. Juventus need to do next summer? Get rid of the deadwood. Get rid of all those players that are on those big contracts that are praying that they're going to get paid a salary to sit on the bench and be average again for another year. Get rid of them. Get them out. Do, do you do you do you extend Dybala's contract? Oh, I, you know, I was really praying that we get through this podcast without addressing that point because I'm I'm so torn no, about this. No, that's not why we pay you the big bucks, man. Come well, on. this this is it. I love the guy. I absolutely love him, but the injuries are starting to wear him out, and he just doesn't seem the same player that he was. I would keep him. I would renew his contract. I would do it. I wouldn't keep Morata because that guy's flaky. Uh, I would keep Dybala because he, he, in those clutch moments, if he's fit, he can do amazing things, which you've seen him do. Um, so yeah, I would keep Dybala 100%. And I would not necessarily build a team around him. Mm-hmm. But if you make that commitment and you decide that he's going to stay, then find a find a formation that works with him in and Vlahovic in and just work around that and get rid of all those players that are not up to the standard, just Get them out. If it means mm-hmm. that we have to play some youth players, bring you know, promote some youth players. Let's do it. Make a decision, you know, in terms of what it is that our objectives are going to be for the next season, and stick by it. And yeah, that the first thing it that just, I would do in the summer, get rid of that deadwood. Seriously, we need an overhaul. It just hurts to see Juve being ridiculed like that. We listen. Oh, Juve yeah. never. Juve didn't always win, but even when we lost, it was with dignity this yeah come on no none whatsoever embarrassing uh, but like i say we will start all over in the summer and we'll try again and then we'll have that belief come september you and me we'll be talking about fountains and getting drunk again so <laughs> <it's> okay. <laughs> all right rob thanks buddy i appreciate you uh you guys stick around i guess the next segment will be with the amazing mina rob you're the man Thank you. Let's go. Let's go drown our sorrows a little more. And <laughs> hopefully, hopefully next year. By the way, happy St. Patrick's Day to to our American listeners who are celebrating. I'm wearing all green. Not right now, <laughs> but I, I when I went out for my coffee, I did. Uh, thanks, buddy. Thanks, Talk buddy. to you on the next Perfect. next podcast. Huh? Huh? Absolutely. Forza you. Yes. Here it is. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, buddy. Forza you.